Welcome everyone to another edition of Drunk Agile. With us as always, the one, the only, the myth, the legend. <laughs> Hi, Nisha. Is that she's kind of got her ears turned back toward me? I don't yeah, know. yeah. So, so. I was gonna say the unperturbed. <laughs> um, with you know, unfortunately, with Nisha, you get that other one, and that other yeah. one is Pratik Singh. Uh, my name is Danny Vacanti. Thank you, everyone, for joining us. Um, Pratik, are you drinking? Are we doing another one of these dry agiles? Yeah, we're doing this one dry. Uh, it's yeah. it's uh, we're we're in different time zones right now. It's a little too early for me to kind of, you know, get into the cups. Yeah. So, yeah. Yep. And uh, I, you know, I don't have a good enough stock where I am right now to actually, uh, you know, make it worth. So forgive us. Uh, no, no whiskey this week, but um, we'll drink two next time. We'll drink two yeah. next time. Okay, but we, <laughs> the thing is, because we publish these out of order, you don't know when next time is. Yeah. Um, all right, so I guess I'll, I'll introduce uh, today's topic. This might be a short and sweet episode. I don't know, we'll see, but we had yet another, uh, well, actually, I shouldn't say one, because we, we've had these questions several mm-hmm. times from um, from several of our listeners. So, you know, as always, thank you for listening and thank you for sending your questions. We love, you know, get, getting inspiration from all of you and, and please keep sending those in. Uh, we're, we're going to talk tonight, the topic we're going to talk tonight is, is specifically with regard to Kanban, but I think you can easily extract everything that we're going to say to really any Agile implementation. Um, and the, and the, question, the question more or less is this, um, yeah, how, how do we feel about, you know, any, um, what, re, you know, recipe or prescriptive or, you know, whatever you want to call it approach to to implementing Kanban, um, specifically things around, you know, of frameworks or uh, techniques or maturity models, I think, which we'll, we'll get into a little bit. Um, we're not going to talk about any of those specifically. If you're interested in those, Google them because we, we don't necessarily want to give um, any publicity where, where it's not warranted, uh, which you can kind of imagine where this, this conversation is going to go. But so uh, Pratik, start us off. What about what about prescriptive approaches to implementing Kanban? What do you think? Yeah, there's um, when when you and I talked about this last time. Uh, one of the things that at least uh, came to me was you want to be agile about implementing agile, and literally the antithesis of agile is knowing what you're going to do all up front and then just going and doing it. Uh, you're not really changing your mind about anything when you're doing that. And I think that that applies to, to implementing Agile as well. Um, let's, let's, let's start with our first initial smallest useful thing and then implement based on what we learn as opposed to here is the exact framework, here is the path you're going to follow and go follow it. There is a lot of a lot of guidance out there, um, and if you go back and uh, I think a couple of our myths episodes, you know, c- cover this. So uh, you know, mm-hmm. we we invite you to go revisit those episodes. I think we we've covered this several times. But you, again, especially regarding Kanban, you will hear things like uh, you have to do stuff like um, you know, start with where you are now, or only agree to uh, pursue incremental change or implement classes of service. You know, you know they, they, they say they're, they're, there's this whole laundry list, you know, recipe, like, like I said before, of, of things you'd have to do. Hopefully we've done a good job, you know, over the past couple of years 
um, uh, you know, of, of dispelling those myths. There's no, there is no one right way to implement Kanban specifically or, or um, Agile in general. Um, something we talked about before, if I can rant just a little bit more and then I'll turn it back over to you is, I think, you know, the objection you might, the, the objection we might immediately hear is, but Dan, you've published a guide. Pro Kanban has published this whole guide around, around Kanban. Um, yes, that, that guide to me is, is, is more definitional. Um, it, it's, it's more, it's more about semantics. It's like, when we say Kanban, you know, what, what do we mean? So if we're talking to somebody and we're saying, oh yeah, we're doing Kanban, we can have a conversation about what, you know, what are those minimum sets of requirements? If you, if you read that guide though, you will see it is not prescriptive at all. It'll say things like, it's better to visualize your work than to not visualize your work, but it doesn't tell you how to visualize your work. I'm just saying it's better to control work in progress than to not control work in progress, but it won't tell you. Uh, how to control work in progress. So um, I don't know, H help me out here. Say, say some more about, about some of those things. Yeah, some things. I mean, it, it, along the same ways though, it, 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 could, it could be that you start implementing something like Kanban and then discover that doing certain things that Kanban, the, even the less prescriptive way that we describe it, says to do doesn't work for you. And you just discovered that and it's fine. You're not implementing Kanban anymore. You're doing something else, but it's completely fair to do that. Now that's what, when we're talking about the least prescriptive way that the, the way we talk about it, as soon as you add more and more prescriptions to it, uh, you're more and more likely, if you're thinking about this in the more scientific method way, uh, to drop some of those extra principles or practices that these frameworks are asking you to to in incorporate. Yep. Um, which I think is kind of a, a nice, albeit potentially awkward segue into the whole maturity models conversation. Um, I, I hate to give you credit, but I got to give credit where credit is due. You had an interesting analogy when, when, when we talked about this a little bit earlier today, you had an interesting analogy about, um, yeah. about maturity models. It's funny, the way we're talking about it today, I think this is the most conversation we have had about a topic before actually talking about the topic. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, it's one of those things. Oh, yeah, maybe we could better go back and do a drunk agile about this. Yeah, yeah. So, um, yeah, we, we were talking this morning, and and for me, agile by itself is applying what hopefully you all are familiar with, which are machine learning concepts, to process and product development. Can I say the way machine learning works is you have an in, initial guess of this is how we'll be able to figure out A or B. And over time, as as you you run through multiple iterations of figuring it out and you keep adjusting that algorithm till you get to a point that, okay, now we're able to classify things really well, uh, or now we're able to detect things really well. The same thing applies to Agile, where we have an initial guess, this is how we will do things. And then as we do things more often, we learn from each iteration, each delivery each, whatever you want to call it, to go, does our product direction need to change? Or even in, in this context, does our process direction need to change? Do we need to change something about the way we do things? And the shorter that time period is, and the more, and the better you're at incorporating that feedback, um, the more successful you're likely to be. Um, I don't remember quite how you said it, but you you said it um, a little bit stronger earlier when you're talking about how 
um, a, mat a maturity model is someone else's. Oh yeah, um, it's someone else's. Yes, a maturity model is someone else's um, algorithm that you are taking for granted that, oh yeah, this thing works and it'll work in my context. It's not necessarily true. I mean, if that, that was the case, then everyone will have the equal success rate everywhere. Uh, you have to, you, your, your, your machine learning algorithm could take you in a completely different direction from that maturity model. Yeah, when, um, when, when people ask me about maturity models, you know, after I stop barfing, um, there, 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 there are two things that I, you know, I, I like, I shouldn't say I like to say, but I normally say. Um, the first thing is the, the people that I read most to learn about lean and Agile and Kanban. So people like like Don Reinertsen, people like Walter Schuert, people like um, Donald Wheeler, um, and, and, and especially Deming. I think, you know, W. Edwards Deming. Never, ever, as far as I can tell, and I've read a lot of their work. I wouldn't say I've read everything that they've ever published, but I've read a lot of it. And I don't think I've ever heard the term maturity model ever from any of those people. And in fact, I'd be willing to bet um, somebody out there may be reasonably disagree with me here, but I'd be willing to bet Deming would be very, 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 very much against the notion of maturity models. Because I think he would take more the, you know, hey, let's constantly learn approach rather than let, let's follow some map for quote unquote maturity, which kind of leads me to the second point that I make about maturity models is there's some assumption of linearity. There's some assumption of like cumulative knowledge that's built. And as far as I, as far as I'm concerned, this gets I think kind of what you were saying. Learning doesn't happen that way, yeah. you know. Especially as you're applying learning to your context, you know. You you know there there are certain practices, there are certain principles that that you might follow that might be a um, a level five, you know. But you're you know. But if somebody else came in and did some independent assessment, they would say you're only you're only level one or whatever. Um, I I I I don't know that that. Uh, that learning and practice and everything actually follows that that nice neat model. Yeah, if if I were to propose a maturity model, my only maturity model will be how how fast do you learn? What is how do how much do you re reduce the cycle time of going from an idea to getting that feedback? Uh, you're maturing if that cycle is getting smaller and you're becoming more effective at implementing what you learn. Yeah. yeah, yeah, there, yeah, there, there, there are there are some some principles that are you know potentially context independent, and I, you know I think that's what um, what Ryan and Deming and Stewart and you know those people I, I you know I, I think that would mention, and and you you would probably have success by applying those principles rather than not applying those principles, um, but to say that we're uh, we're applying some flow principles or to say we're applying some queuing theory principles or some data principles, and so thus. We are this level of maturity. I, I I just think that that's silly, right? I mean, it's um, it's all about we, we we talk about this all the time. For, for me, professionalism is is all about showing up every day with a belief that you can get better. Um, if you do that, maturity models be damned, as far as I'm concerned. I don't know. Do you have a, Do you have a last word to wrap us up? I, I don't I don't know that this this episode's necessarily too terribly profound. Let's do it. Let's, let's, let's give people something actionable. And someone comes to you with a maturity model, just say no. Uh, but <laughs> <laughs> beyond that, think about what, what they're trying to represent. What they're trying to represent is, uh, is how good 
is your team or your organization or whatever at learning and satisfying your customers' needs better. Um, that's that to me is a truly, truly the only measure of are you maturing? Are you getting better at satisfying your customers' needs by continuously learning how to do that? You know, it just occurred to me, this episode might've been much better if we were both drunk, you know. No, it would have been longer and better, yes. Yeah, we might, have, <laughs> we might have had a lot more to say. We probably would just, because we've already pre repeated ourselves enough here, but we, and we probably would just ended up re repeating ourselves even more, but uh, uh, maybe, maybe it would have been, Maybe it's actually better. better this way because we won't repeat ourselves as much. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, yeah, I don't know. So yes, yeah, so so there, there you have it. Um, maturity models just say no. Uh, prescriptive approaches to to Kanban or Agile. Um, I wouldn't necessarily say no. Again, you know, if, if if certain things work for you, I mean, if 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 you like following a recipe and it works for you, great. You know, if you like following a particular framework and it works for you, great. We're not going to say that you're doing it wrong, but we are going to say that that's not the only way um, and that you potentially could be just as successful, if not more, um, by not doing those things. So um, once again, I gave you the last word and then I took it. So mm -hmm. I think, what, what am I? How many episodes have we done? I think I'm a- 52, 53, whatever that is. Yeah, so depending 50, on when we release this one. 50, yeah, 51 <laughs> out of 52 for that. Yeah. Uh, so uh, what, what, what do all of you think? You know, what, what do you think about prescriptive approaches to, to Kanban or Agile? What do you think about maturity models? Let us know. Um, and as always, if you have a question, if you have a topic that you want us to cover, please drop us a line, give us a shout, leave a comment, email us, whatever you want to do. Um, for Nisha, who you can only see four paws there. Now, right? now, we're, now we're in the paw stage. Yeah, <laughs> it's time to go when you can only see... <laughs> when you can only see pause. So pause for, uh, for Nisha, for Pratik, um, I, this is Daniel Vacanti saying, I promise we will be drinking in the next episode, whatever that is. Thank you for listening. Uh, and we will see you in the next video. Okay. Bye everybody. Thanks. <laughs>